الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وسارعوا الى مغفره من ربكم وجنه عرضها السماوات والارض اعدت للمتقين الذين ينفقون في السراء والضراء والكاظمين الغيظ والعافين عن الناس والله يحب المحسنين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما نقصت صدقه من مال وما زاد الله عبدا بعفو الا عزا وما تواضع احد لله الا رفعه الله عز وجل او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected ulama ikram brothers and elders imam ghazali rahmatullahi alayhi explains that one teaching of deen istakhallaqu bi akhlaqillah that adorn yourself with the character that allah taala has adopt the characteristics that allah tbaraka wa taala possesses what does this mean allah tbaraka wa taala is the fountain head the source of all the good allah taala himself is ar rahman he is himself ar rahim the most compassionate the most merciful so the makhluk is being taught that you also should now have the same quality in you quality of compassion quality of mercy allah tbaraka wa taala is the being that makes great ihsan and shows favors so we are being told we should also show our favors and in this way all the various attributes of allah tbaraka wa taala among these attributes one very very fundamental thing is allah tbaraka wa taala is afu kana allah afu wan ghafura allah tbaraka wa taala is afu meaning he is that being who forgives who overlooks and these two attributes of allah taala mentioned side by side afu wan ghafura what is ghafur allah taala is that being that he covers up that sin that somebody has committed so this is one part of it but then beyond that afun means allah taala even then totally wipes out every sign of it one is that it is covered covered up but it's still there I don't know when it could again surface so that's the first stage that allah taala covers it forgives it covers it then allah taala wipes out every sign of it 
not even the angels are then aware of what was here. And Allah Ta'ala doesn't even command the angels to delete it from the person's record. Allah Ta'ala does it by His command directly. Now this is the attribute of Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala is Al-Afu. Very forgiving, overlooking and who totally wipes out everything. We are being taught that we should also have the same quality. Takhallaqu bi akhlaqillah. Adopt the characteristics that Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala possesses. Obviously we are makhluk. After all our efforts, we can't encompass the minutest iota of the reality of this. But we are meant to try. And we have to adopt these qualities. That we adopt the quality of forgiveness. And this is such a fundamental quality that Hazrat Hassan al-Basri rahimahullah he says afzalu akhlaqil mu'mineen al-af the greatest aspect and the most virtuous aspect from the character of mu'mineen the character of akhlaq of believers is the aspect of af forgiveness insan we are all insan an insan is not made of some stone, some iron, not a concrete pillar, not made of steel. We are all made of emotions. Everybody has a heart. And everybody's heart takes effect. Nobody is immune from taking effect. And as a result, a person sometimes feels low, feels depressed, feels hurt. All these emotions come to every person. In that moment, when a person undergoes these kind of conditions, he can be driven to various things. When he is hurt, the anger is incited. When he is undergoing some kind of negative situation, somebody has treated him badly, then maybe the aspect of revenge will be incited. All these base qualities will be incited. And if a person does not have the ability to put down these things, then these things all cause major explosions. There are huge fires in society then. Then the fires are all over the place. Fires in the homes, fires in the businesses, Fires in the public, fires everywhere. Now what will douse the flames of these fires? All the water of the sea also can't douse it. The seven oceans can be poured over these fires. Some fires are not doused by water. Like an electrical fire, somebody tries to put water on an electrical fire, he will only increase the fire. So likewise, this is also a different kind of fire. And this fire will not be doused by the water of the oceans. This fire will be doused by that akhlaq which Allah's Nabi Salaam taught, which Allah wa ta'ala Himself commanded. And foremost among that is the aspect of af, of forgiveness. Because we insan, we are also. Have we not erred? 
And this is where we come to this point where Allah Ta'ala, where we are taught, تَخَلَّقُوا بِأَخْلَاقِ اللَّهِ That adopt the characteristics of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is Al-Afu. In this Af, there are various different facets of this Af. One is, as we said, to forgive. Allah Ta'ala forgives. We are also being taught, you two should forgive. Then Allah Ta'ala wipes out every sign of it. So we are also being taught, wipe out every sign of it then, as if it never happened. And on top of that, Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, those very people in this world, who have disobeyed Allah Ta'ala, who have even rejected Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala in this world still shows His favors upon them. Still Allah Ta'ala allows everybody to breathe His air for free. Allah Ta'ala showers down His rain on everybody. Allah Ta'ala gives His na'mats and bounties to all in the world. So likewise, this is also part of that afu. That a person learns to forgive, to wipe it out, and to make ihsan on top of it. On top of it, to still make ihsan. Now, this is that water, this is that extinguisher that will extinguish the fires in society. Nothing else will extinguish it. And this is that quality and attribute which doesn't diminish anything from a person. It rather increases him. Nabi Islam says, Ma naqasat sadaqatun min malin. That sadaqah has never decreased anybody's wealth. No matter what the eye can see, but sadaqah has never decreased anybody's wealth. Rather it increases the wealth. So that's the first part. But then the aspect that we are discussing that a person who forgives, Allah Ta'ala increases his respect. Outwardly it seems that he accepted defeat. But when he accepts or when he forgives, Allah Ta'ala increases his izzat and respect and honor. The one who humbles himself for Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala elevates him. Now these are the fundamental things that deen, we are being taught about in deen. These qualities, these attributes, this is what we have to adopt, this is what we have to bring within ourselves, these great qualities of forgiveness. And we find in the life of Rasulullah how he displayed this forgiveness, to what extent, in what dramatic situations. It is the conquest of Makkah Mukarramah. And now the Muslims have entered victorious. The Quraysh and all the other disbelievers, they realize they got no chance. They just laid down their arms. The Allah is entering with what humility. He is coming now conquering this entire place. And when he has conquered Makkah Mukarramah, now he's obviously got the whole Arabian lands under him. Allah is entering in such a way that his head is almost touching the back of the horse or the camel that he was riding on. And La ilaha illallah wahda Nasara abda wa hazam al-ahzaba wahda That there is none worthy of worship besides Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala alone is the one who helped his servant and made him victorious. Wa hazam al-ahzaba wahda Allah Ta'ala alone conquered the enemy. 
these are the words of shukr and the words of humility as well. The last Nabi Sallallahu enters in this way. Now the Muslims are, have taken over the place. And the kuffar are waiting. Now when are we going to be stood? Anytime the instruction will be given. Because these are the people who we tormented in every possible way. This was the very land that these people have now conquered. Upon which we dragged Bilal radiallahu ta'ala on the hot sands of the same land. Because he had accepted Iman. This was the very land that we had created such kind of difficulty for Allah's Rasul This was the place, the birthplace of the Sahaba Ikram. We had expelled them from this place. Allah's Nabi when he left Makkah Mukarramah, he walked out from the middle of the jaws of death because the kuffar had surrounded the whole house waiting to pounce on him. Allah Ta'ala blinded them. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi walked out. And he comes to the little hill after he walks a distance. And then he turns around and looks at Makkah Mukarramah. And says, oh Makkah, had it not been for my people taking me out of you, I would have never left you. They knew it also. They knew the torment that they had placed on the Muslims. They knew the children that they had committed all the atrocities towards. The woman that they had tormented. The Sahaba that they had martyred. All the things that they had done, all the evil that they had done, the persecution of the Sahaba Ikram and the persecution of the family of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi what was done to her, and all the other difficulties in Shaybi Abi Talib when they uh, created this boycott, and for two and a half years the Muslims were in extreme circumstances in that valley of Abi Talib. All this was in front of their eyes. This is all what we did. And now these people have conquered us. Now they have the upper hand. So it now is a matter of moments, matter of time, that we are going to be put to the sword. Our children are going to perhaps be killed. Allah knows best what will be the case of our woman. Now they are waiting. And they are looking what's going on now. Where are the Muslims? And they find that they are in the Baytullah. Somebody is making tawaf. Somebody is making ibadat. So they're waiting now that, well, this probably is still just the start. They're coming for us soon. Then they hear the announcement being made. Allah's Nabi is also making the announcement. On his behalf, the announcement being made. Man dakhal al-masjid fahuwa aminun. Man aghlaqa alayhi babahu fahuwa aminun. Man dakhal dara abi sufyan fahuwa aminun. One who comes into the haram, he's there, he's safe. Nobody will touch him. Person once stay inside your house, lock your door, nobody will touch you. Anybody enters the house of Abu Sufyan and he's in there, nobody will touch him. He's been given safety and refuge. So in other words, somebody is in his own house, somebody is in the masjid, somebody is in Abu Sufyan, Radiallahu's house. So it means he is not taking up arms against anybody. So we have given him safety also. Now they are still waiting. They find this is perhaps still step one. Maybe later it's still the time to come. Maybe when nightfall will come, then the time will come. Eventually night comes. And they can hear nothing. There is no drama like some place has been conquered. What's happening? So they quietly come out onto the rooftops to look what's happening. And they find the Sahaba Ikram all engaged. Somebody is holding to the Ghilaf of the Kaaba Sharif. Somebody is at Multazam. Somebody is at Hajra Aswad. 
somebody is in sajda, somebody is in dua, and they are beseeching Allah Ta'ala. But still this was not yet something that they were totally sure was going on until the next day. And now they inquire that what is going to be our fate? And somebody says to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that have mercy on us. Who is asking for mercy? Those who, create, who committed the worst atrocities and did everything in their power to try to assassinate Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And now he is at the he has the upper hand, and they are at his feet. And what does Nabi Salaam say to them? One in one order would have been sufficient for all of these people to be put to the sword. Allah's Nabi Salaam brings forward the example of Sayyidina Yusuf Ali Salaam, and he says, "La aqulu lakum illa kama qala Yusuf li akhi." I will not say anything today except what Yusuf said to his brothers. What was the whole incident? We know well. The brothers who sold him. Imagine the brothers who sold him. They took him, tried to first decided to kill him. Then somebody said, throw him into the well. So they threw him into a well so that he will just perish there. Or might be taken away as a slave. Then eventually they came and when they realized he's been taken out, they come and sell him. thamanim ma'aduda. And then they created all the grief for their father. Unborn grief. And then they went and lied against Yusuf And all the various things. And when then the time came and everything turned around. Because things go around. The circle, everything goes around. So when the day came when Yusuf now had gained honor, had gained power, had gained the upper hand at the brothers at his feet, what did he say to them? لا تثريب عليكم اللهم يغفر الله لكم There is no revenge against you today. May Allah Ta'ala forgive you. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is saying to the Quraysh that I will only say what my brother Yusuf said. لا تثريب عليكم اللهم يغفر الله لكم وهو أرحب راحم No revenge against you today. May Allah Ta'ala forgive you. He is most forgiving. He is the most merciful. This is the lesson of forgiveness, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Once in a journey, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Sahaba stop at some place to rest. And it was a very, very hot day. And it was the middle of the day. So everybody went under some tree to go and find some shade. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they left the best shady tree for him. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam lay down to rest, rest alone his day under that tree. And he hung his sword on one branch of the tree. And shortly later one person sees the opportunity. One disbeliever sees the opportunity. And he comes and he takes the sword away from there. And then with the sword in his hand, Nabi Wasallam's eyes open. He says to him, You are here, I am standing. And the sword is in my hand. Who is going to save you now? From me. Allah's Nabi very calmly says to him, Allah. So Surah says, Allah, this person's hand starts shivering and the sword falls from his hand. Nabi picks up the sword and he asks him, Because this person, if he had, was able to do it, he was ready to assassinate Nabi. 
Now the tables have turned in one moment. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam asked him, Who's going to save you now? He says, No, be merciful. Have mercy on me. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, You recite La ilaha illallah. He said, No, I'm not going to recite La ilaha illallah. But I won't fight against you. Said, okay, go. That propaganda that Islam spread by the sword. Which Islam spread by the sword? Here he is being told, decide la ilaha illallah. He's clearly saying, no, I don't want to decide this now. But I won't fight against you. Nabi Sallallahu says, okay, go. He comes to his people and he says, jitukum min indi khairin nas. I've come from the best of people. My encounter has just happened with the best of people. Now what was this? This was that forgiveness. Go, la tasreem. So this requires a heart. But Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala does not allow this to go in vain. As we just heard the one hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That a person who forgives, Allah Ta'ala increases his izzat. Outwardly it seems that he has lowered himself. Allah Ta'ala grants him honor in this world and the hereafter as well. Abdullah bin Masood radiallahu ta'ala aspect of forgiveness on one occasion he came to buy something so he bought whatever he wanted to buy now he had tied some dirhams in the tail of turban so now he's looking for it and he's not there somebody had opened it so he said when I sat here a little while ago it was still there in the short time somebody has come quietly and taken it away so now the others around him when they heard this that he had this money with him and somebody has come and stolen it. Now they knew his rank, his position, his Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala that very close sahabi of Nabi Sallallahu So, they started cursing the thief. Somebody said, Allah ta'ala, make it such that that thief's hand breaks, gets cut off. Somebody said, Allah ta'ala, cause this difficulty to come to him, that difficulty to come to him. Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu says, Allahumma in hamalahu ala dalika hajatun fabarik lahu fiha. Ya Allah, the person whoever came and took this, if he was forced due to need, he had some need, and that need made him come and do this, then give him barkat in that wealth, let his need get fulfilled. And if it was the that he became bold on committing a sin, that is why he came. But he was bold now that, well, I can do it and get away. Allah, make it that this becomes the last sin of, the, of his life that he has committed. May it never be that he commits another sin. Now this is a person with a heart. Ibrahim bin Adham, the great Buzruk of his time. One day he was sitting, just sitting, and some youngsters happened to pass by. They were on their way to they had hired one boat and they were going for their picnic, so to say. So now as they were going along, now people in the youth, they have to find something to have fun. Now this is that time of the year coming again. When people want to have fun, fun meaning that we must enjoy ourselves in any way. Whether it is that we lower ourselves to the level of animals, then to what difference it makes. At somebody else's expense, what difference it makes? 
If it means harming somebody else, but we enjoy ourselves in the process, what difference it makes? As a result, person lowers himself not to the level of animals. Allah Ta'ala says, Inhum illa kal an'am, bal hum abal. That they become like animals, rather worse than animals. So likewise, these young people now were passing and they saw this old man sitting. They said, you know what, stay this old man along. We'll have some fun at his expense. So they just held him and just walked him along. So now being a very humble person, he just walked along. So in any case, they put him also into the boat. Now they started their fun. One person started saying one joke. So when the, anybody said a joke, and if it was very hilarious, then part of the fun was that one person who's sitting next to Ibrahim and Adam Rahmatullah, he'll give him one shot on his head. Now this is now they're increasing their fun. So he's sitting quietly and he's saying nothing. Because the Ahlullah, they don't necessarily take any action in all these things. They submit their matter to Allah Ta'ala. Now as this is carrying on and now they, somebody said a more funnier joke and they gave him even a harder shot. And they enjoying it even more. They're laughing more about it and how he nearly fall, and how he got hurt. Eventually when this came to a, a peak, Ibrahim and Adam rahmatullah received this inspiration. These people have now transgressed all the limits in terms of their ill treatment with you, or that ill treatment toward you. Now if you wish, we will capsize this boat and cause all of them to drown. This inspiration came in his heart. If you wish, we will capsize this boat. You make dua now, we will capsize this boat. And we will drown all these people. They have gone beyond the limits. Man adali waliyan, faqad adantuhu bil harb. Hadith Qudsi, where Nabi Sallallahu says, Allah Ta'ala says, that a person who gives any kind of difficulty to my friend, then I am announcing war with him. Allah Ta'ala is announcing war. So in any case, as soon as this inspiration came in his heart, he immediately raised his hands. said, Ya Allah, if you are, you have decided to turn something upside down, something ter- you decide, have decided that you will turn something around, then Ya Allah, rather than turning this boat around, turn their hearts around. That presently their hearts are totally bent towards evil, their hearts are bent towards sin, their hearts are bent towards causing difficulty and taklif to others, Ya Allah, turn their hearts around that they become true servants of yours. And they become obedient to you. And the effect of that dua was such that every person sitting in that boat became a wali of Allah Ta'ala. What the tawfiq of Tawbah in that moment. Now when people were surprised what was all this all about, then the entire story came out that this is what happened. So this is that lesson of af, of forgiveness. Which is a great lesson. And the benefit of it is the rewards in the akhirat, the respect and honor Allah Ta'ala will give in this world. But the immediate benefits are to the person himself. Because as we said, this forgiveness is what will douse the fires. The first fire burns within us. It burns outside as well, but it burns first within us. Anger is a fire. Therefore, a person has been taught in the state of anger to even drink some water. To decide, Auzubillah, Himna Shaitan, Rajim. 
So anger is a fire. So likewise, that anger that incites that revenge, that malice that comes as a result now, a person now suppressing anger, but he did not forgive. That gives rise to malice. Then it gives rise to jealousy. Jealousy is a fire. As one poet says in one couplet, Jahannam ki taraf, tum kyu chal rahe ho? Hasad ki aag mein, tum kyu jal rahe ho? Why are you going towards Jahannam? Going towards Jahannam, why are you burning in the fire of Hasad right here? This is the fire you consuming, you are getting burnt yourself. The person who you are expressing jealousy against, he doesn't even feel anything about it. But you are getting burnt yourself. Jahannam ki taraf kyu tum rahe ho? Hasad ki aag mein tum kyu jal rahe ho? So now that jealousy is a fire, the malice is a fire, that anger is a fire, that thirst for revenge is a fire. Now the person is sleeping also, he's wondering when and how I'll get this opportunity. The person is in namaz also and he's planning and plotting. The person is eating the most delicious food, but this fire is consuming him. When I will get my chance to now take revenge? And all the time the person is in this turmoil from within. person outwardly is smiling and laughing, and outwardly the person seems to be having a wonderful time, but ask his heart, he is in this fire, he is burning. And when a person forgives, fa'fu, wasfahu, forgives, wipes it out, overlooks it, the first thing that has happened is he has poured this water over the fire within himself. Therefore in the hadith, Nabi Islam says, مَنْ كَذَمَ غَيْظًا وَهُوَ قَادِرٌ عَلَىٰ إِنْفَاذِهِ The person who withholds his anger, where he can give vent to it. He could give vent to it, but he withheld it. مَلَأَ اللَّهُ قَلْبَهُ أَمْنًا وَإِيمَانًا Allah Ta'ala will fill his heart with peace and with iman. This peace, he'll feel that peace. He'll be at that happiness will be there. Because now he's done what Allah Ta'ala wants him to do. And the prescription to gain happiness is to get Allah Ta'ala on your side. In the cave, when, in Ghar-e Thawr, when Nabi Salaam and Abu Bakr were together, and the kuffar were looking for them, and they came right to the foot of the cave, the mouth of the cave. And Hazrat Abu Bakr became very concerned. What did Nabi Salaam say to him? La tahzan. La tahzan. You have no need to be grieved. Inna allaha ma'ana. Allah Ta'ala is with us. If Allah is with us, then there's no grief. And if Allah is not with us, then a person is consumed by grief. That fire will consume him. Allah Ta'ala is with us. And now, تَخَلَّقُوا بِأَخْلَاقِ اللَّهِ A person adopts the characteristics of Allah Ta'ala. Together with everything else in deen, obviously. Then Allah Ta'ala is with him. Then his heart doesn't know that grief. Pain as terms of human pain, he's a human being also. But he'll still be at peace in his heart. His heart won't be overwhelmed by all these things. It'll be a temporary, momentary thing. And the next day, it'll be, he'll just carry on in life, nothing happened. So this is that first benefit that comes to the person himself. And then apart from that is all the other benefits. That in this world also Allah Ta'ala will grant that izzat and honor. And the various rewards. And in the akhirat Allah Ta'ala will elevate his stages. That is all apart from it. So this is one of those very fundamental aspects of deen. And as mentioned Hazrat Hassan al-Basri, he says, 
that this is afdalu bin akhlaqil mu'min al-af the greatest aspect of the akhlaq of a mu'min is forgiveness because when this forgiveness is there then there's no hasad when this forgiveness is there that malice is gone that anger will be gone that thirst for revenge will be gone and all the various so many other things which create havoc in society that gone So this is among the things that we need to try and inculcate within ourselves, increase the sifat within ourselves, and experience the benefits of it right in this dunya. And Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala will show us the unimaginable benefits of it in the akhirat as well. May Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Make zikr for a short while and then dua inshallah. ইহ <laughs>